Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Megan Lynch. Thanks for joining me for Total Information AM on this Tuesday morning. Well, guess what? I woke up two hours before my alarm went off this morning and I couldn't get back to sleep. You may be able to relate to how frustrating it is to know you need to rest and you can't. And so just by coincidence, our next guest has taken a big look at insomnia and she actually looks at it in a different way. Author Annabelle Abstreet says a restless, wakeful night can actually be a good time of reflection and creativity. Her new book that goes on the shelves today is Sleepless, Unleashing the Subversive Power of the Night Self. Annabelle, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me, Megan. So in your book, you talk about your own journey through insomnia, you know, and how you had a hard time, you know, throughout life, but then really some significant bouts of insomnia brought about by a series of losses in your life. Tell us a little bit about that time. Yes, I was quite familiar with uh, insomnia, but I'd always had the sort of sort of sleeplessness that I, I called mild and manageable you know, I would just read a book or listen to a podcast and fall back to sleep. But after I lost my my father, my stepfather, and then the family pet in the space of about six weeks, my insomnia went to new heights. And I really had a choice then, which was to go to my physician and uh, ask for sleeping pills or to just go with it and just to embrace the darkness. And I found that during that period of grieving, I was very, very busy during the day looking after everyone. It was in lockdown, so all the children were at home and um, my mother and my stepmother were in isolation. So I was was really busy trying to keep everything together. And the night became my place of refuge, really. And I started to um, enjoy, is not quite the right word, but I started to find the darkness very, very comforting. It was a place where I felt closer to the people I'd lost. It was a place where I could rest, even if I wasn't sleeping. And eventually I realized that it was also a place where I could become more creative, uh, more imaginative. And I started to do things that I, I perhaps wouldn't have done before. Um, and I sort of managed to shed all the anxiety that goes with being awake in the night and suddenly thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to function tomorrow. And, you know, you start ruminating and catastrophizing. Uh, and then you you work yourself up into such a state of anxiety that, of course, you don't go back to sleep. Um, but I, I discovered that night could be a very different place once you turned down that voice of rumination. What does happen to our brains at night? Because you kind of describe kind of the freewheeling nature of our thoughts um, once it gets dark. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of what happens when the darkness sort of rolls in at night is biological so our our bodies change and we already know this our you know our 
blood pressure lowers and uh, our appetite fades away and all sorts of things happen, which were designed originally to keep us safe and to make sure that we we didn't go out of the cave at night, you know, millennia back when it was dangerous to go out. But of course, now things are very different. Uh, so so that's one of the things that happened. But the other the other thing that happens is that our brains start to rewire as well. And this is something that neuroscientists have only just started to unpick. And luckily for me, a report fell onto my desk, the very first report looking at the awake at night brain as I was sort of thinking about all of this. And so suddenly I had proof that, yes, the brain does change. And yes, we are slightly different at night. Yes, some parts of the brain shut down. They need to sleep. They need to repair. But other parts of the brain then open up. So it seemed to me that this is a sort of an opportunity to think differently uh, and perhaps to do different things as well that might use a slightly different different brain, certainly a more creative brain. How did you channel that for yourself? You called it, I think, your night self. Yeah, I called. I used to think about her in the third person, you know, because it wasn't quite me. So I would think about, you know, hello, hello, my night self, I would say. And then I started doing things that I noticed women had done in the past, you know, in the pre-sleeping pill past. And they were things like um, drawing, uh, writing, journaling, uh, stargazing, looking at the stars. Uh, I would even go out at night. I'd go and have a little walk. I'd go around the garden. So I didn't do noisy things because, of course, I had a lot of people sleeping. And that was one of the great joys is you can't be super productive. You can't unstack the dishwasher. <laughs> you can't start sort of cooking and clanking around. So you're sort of nudged into doing things that are imaginative and quiet. And nowadays, of course, with headphones, I know people who compose at night with headphones on. I've discovered people who design, you know, design gardens or just redesign their kitchen. So it's a really good time to think about things in a different way. It's also a really good time to try things that you wouldn't normally do, because when that part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, goes to sleep, it shuts down the inner critic. And I think we women are really vulnerable to this voice that says, oh, no, you can't do that. No, that's not your thing. That's not something you can do. But when that voice turns down, you start to think, well, maybe I could draw a picture or maybe I could do a watercolor or maybe I could write a poem. Um, and th those were some of the things I started to do. We're speaking with Annabelle Abstreet. She is author of Sleepless, Unleashing the Subversive Power of the Night Self. I keyed in on something you talked about earlier about having that time to yourself. I, I recall when I would do the middle of the night nursing for my firstborn and you have to sit up with them for a while. And for a time, that became such a nice time for me to have a little time to read a magazine or, you know, just sit there and, and be quiet uh, because I had to be quiet for the whole household. Talk about that concept of that being sometimes the only time that women get to themselves. Yes, in, in the past, and I think even today, actually, it was often the only time. So, you know, our days are so full and so busy that um, we often feel guilty about carving out time for ourselves, particularly if we've got small children or even older children or we're caring for elderly parents. Uh, every moment we have to we feel we have to be productive or we're catching up on work. But at night, um, a lot of those responsibilities sort of fall away, partly because everyone's asleep, but partly because your brain is a little bit more reckless. And that was the other thing I discovered, that the brain is a little bit, uh, it's sort of slightly emboldened and it's not, it doesn't behave itself quite as well during the day. Uh, and I think that that also gives us permission to do things that perhaps we might not 
otherwise do. Uh, and then I would find that in the morning when I looked at my l- lyrics and things I'd written in the night, I'd wake up thinking, oh, gosh, I bet they're absolutely terrible. And I'd read them. I think, wow, these they're not too bad, actually. I quite like them. <laughs> I have to ask, though, is there a downside to a lack of sleep and the health impacts, um, you know, if you do really struggle with insomnia? Yes, yes, there is. Definitely, definitely a a whole series of downsides, which we are sort of constantly being reminded of. But what I found was that the anxiety of being awake at night was much worse than actually being awake, if that makes sense. So when you're lying there tossing and turning and you're fretting and you're catastrophizing and you're thinking you won't be able to function the next day, you, you start to produce cortisol. You know, you start to produce these stress hormones that make it even more difficult to get back to sleep. Whereas if you just accept, okay, I'm awake and I could be awake for another two hours, but rather than lie here tossing and turning and berating myself, I'm actually going to get up and I'm going to treat this as as, as precious, precious gifted time. Then what happens is, you know, you relax, the body relaxes, the stress hormones fade away. And when you then go back to bed, you know, an hour later or two hours later, or maybe even half an hour later, actually, you're quite rested. And I would then always go back to sleep, which was rather, rather heavenly. Sleepless, unleashing the subversive power of the Night South author Annabelle Abstreets. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.